Welcome to Marketecture, where you can get smart fast with in-depth interviews of leading technology vendors. I'm Eric Sufert, and I'm here with Matt Tubergen, the EVP of Digital Turbine. Matt, so nice to see you again. Yeah, nice to see you too, Eric. Thanks for having us. So let's talk products. I know Digital Turbine has a big suite of products, so I'm happy to hear about all of them. But as a kind of headline question, what does your product do? What does Digital Turbine do? I think the best way to talk about our business and our products is really through the lens of both business units. So we've got one business unit that's highly strategic to what we do, what we call our on-device business unit. And then we've got our app growth business, which is also very complementary but very fast growing, but it supports the broader strategy for our on-device business. And so long story short on our on-device businesses, we actually have technology that gets embedded in the operating system of Android phones, and that's supported by both our carrier and OEM partnerships. And that technology basically enables all sorts of cool tools and resources and media for app developers looking to get distributed or make their download process more efficient or, you know, are effectively trying to work with large carriers and OEMs to do promotional deals or whatever it may be. You know, everybody wants to do a deal. If you're an app developer, everybody wants to do a deal with Verizon or AT&T to have your applications embedded or recommended on your phone. And our technology supports all of that. And we're really the leader in that business with our on-device business unit. And then conversely, the app growth part of our business is essentially both a monetization and a media, the largest media exchange today in mobile. And so as we've got a tremendous amount of app developers that want to work with us and have worked with us over the years to have their applications distributed on our on-device media. And what we've also done is both through acquisition and organic growth have basically brought on the largest independent media exchange for in-app monetization and all sorts of monetization tools for app developers. So if you're looking to get distributed, you can do that through on-device media. And then if you're looking to you know, monetize your applications, you can do that with our app growth platform. Also to note too, we also work with a lot of app developers and media companies to have their applications promoted inside of our app growth platform. There's a lot of partnerships that we support to be able to get recommended in those media placements that we represent with our app growth platform. You mentioned inorganic growth and your M&A team was extraordinarily busy last year, uh, <laughs> acquiring companies at a dizzying pace. It was a, it was a very impressive thing to witness the activity of your M&A team last year. Can you tell me who is your typical customer? We have, I would say really two parts of our business, you know, on the app growth side, we work with carriers and OEMs as they embed the technology. And then we also work with advertisers to be able to have their application promoted or app publishers. And many cases are the same. You know, we have a lot of app advertising partners that are looking to promote their applications within our platform. Many cases, those app advertisers are also app publishers that are using our app growth technology to be able to monetize those applications as well. We work, we, we've got hundreds and hundreds of application partners today. We're working with something like 75, 80% of the top 200 grossing app developers in market today. So, you know, it's really kind of the who's who, as well as a lot of other branded companies that you may not think are typical mobile first companies, but are looking to get to be mobile first companies as they're, again, doing large partnerships with the Verizons and the AT&Ts of the world, of which we're supporting. On the app publisher slash advertiser side, is there a particular segment that is more represented than others, or you kind of operate across the spectrum? It's across the spectrum. On the advertiser front, we like to say about 50% of our customers are in the gaming space, you know, anywhere from casual to hyper casual to hardcore. And then we work with a large range of other you know, app developers, whether it being travel or social or payments or whatever it may be. Really the top five to 10 in each category, we're working with the large majority of them. Certain categories have come in and come out over the COVID years. 
you know, we're working with really who's, uh, who's who in, in, uh, in mobile app acquisition these days. And these customers are kind of all sizes or is there like a minimum size that you'd want to see a customer before you work with them? We're very supportive, obviously, of the entire ecosystem. Most of the partners that we work with today on the advertiser side tend to be in the top, you know, 200 to top 500 category of app developers. But that being said, with our app growth platforms on the monetization front, there's tens of thousands of customers that have integrated our SDK to help them monetize their application. And this can be somebody with five MAUs. It can be somebody with 5 million DAUs. It really depends on what size and scale we can support anybody uh, really with monetization technology, but to get distribution with their on-device platform. And uh, on the advertiser front, it typically requires advertisers that are spending at least, you know, hundred to $200,000 a month. Got it. And what's the geographic distribution of your client base? It sounds like it's probably worldwide. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, worldwide. We've got offices worldwide to support advertisers worldwide. And you know, anybody who's looking to spend, you know, either in the U.S. to go outside the U.S. or vice versa, we support everyone at this point. And can you name some key customers? Yeah, so really, you name it. I mean, we've got a handful of customers that, you know, I could put it like the casual space, whether that be Triple Dot or, you know, to a Scopely, to a Zynga, to a King. If you look at, you know, top grossing game developers, we're working with the large majority of them. You know, then we can go to like travel categories with booking or to Uber or to Lyft or other finance applications and categories. Certainly wouldn't want to bore you with the long list of names, but pretty much, again, if they're in the top listing of the category, we're working with them one way or another. Got it. That's fantastic. I should have asked you, who are you not working with? Maybe a shorter <laughs> list. <laughs> yeah. There's some really cool stuff that we're working on. I think there's from customers you'd be surprised about. I wish they were public at this point in time, but uh, that will come. Okay. So let's walk through the customer use case. So when you have a potential client reach out to you or you reach out to a potential client, who at that company are you interfacing with? Is it CMO, CEO, head of acquisition? It's two things. Who's responsible for making investment decisions? Uh, if it's on the advertiser front, investment decisions in their portfolios. So that's typically number one. Number two is who's responsible for executing on those plans. That could be a head of growth. It could be a VP of marketing. It could be a CMO. It really depends on who might be interested and really want to control. I can tell you one thing that's a little bit unique about Digital Turbine is we're not just another ad network. There's a lot of companies out there. They're getting a fixed amount of budget from an advertiser and that's spread across a series of spends. I think what's unique about Digital Turbine is, you know, we really support a healthy ecosystem and enabling, you know, guys that we just talked about, King or Zynga to be able to develop programs to work with Verizon or AT&T or T-Mobile or Metro DCS all the way. So we're creating these custom packages. So typically we're, we're working somebody that is quite senior inside the marketing organization, but we're also working with products. Uh, individuals that are looking to do some unique things. And so a lot of companies think of us as the conduit to the telco industry and vice versa. The telco industry looks as conduit to app developers and publishers that are looking to grow their user base. And so just as a result of that, again, yes, on the CMO, yes, on the head of growth, but also there's a product twist to this to make sure that everybody's being supported in the ways that they need to be. Got it. And what kind of touch point do you have with your advertiser slash publisher clients? Are they sort of interfacing with you via a dashboard, via some sort of admin tool? Is there an SDK that goes in their apps? Like how is a connection yep. made between your products and, and their products? So I'll start on the publisher side. So on the publisher side, so companies looking to monetize with our solutions today. Yes, there's a dashboard. You know, a developer can essentially walk up, register. Um, we you know we made an acquisition of a company called Fiber about a year ago. And Fiber is, is really our leading technology, both in terms of mediation as well as an SDK in exchange to support the monetization for app developers. 
anybody's welcome to walk up, create an account and start to pull down that SDK and engage with the partners. We also have a full service team as well that can engage with support if need be, if there's certain product requests that they have that we can facilitate. So that's on the monetization side. On the advertiser side, it's something similar to that. We have a, uh, you know, a dashboard for advertisers for reporting, buying decisions, for tweaks, whatever it may be. But we also have you know, most of our partners actually supported from a managed service perspective, again, tied back to the fact that they're looking for custom programs for them to be able to be successful. You know, we work with app developers that may want to target high-end Samsung devices across the U.S. or they want to just target maybe low-end devices you know, across the Southeast or whatever it may be in terms of distribution uh, on our on-device business. Thanks for listening. To hear the complete interview, subscribe at architecture.tv. 